All right. So you may or may not have noticed there was not an intro to this week's podcast. And there is a reason for that. We wanted to be able to kick this podcast off right on the right note, on the right tone, the right environment for such a discussion. Um, This is a not planned podcast, so it's going to be Maybe more off the cuff than you're usual than you're used to, which is which which is to say very off the cuff. Like <laughs> this is a tank top. That's how off the cuff. Yeah, it actually is. Yeah, we've literally just put this together maybe within the last what 48, 72 hours. Like we thought about it last week when it when it happened, but like the actual formulation of this podcast just came together in the last like two or three days or so. Mm-hmm. Um, this week we were going to do a continuation of the Teeves and Kid Phoenix and the director C- series with John McTiernan, um, but based off of the events in Texas last week, we talked about it, we conversed, and we felt that it was probably not the best idea to celebrate a great action director probably not the right time for me to go in at long lengths about, you know, Predator or Die Hard or The Hunt for Red October. Felt that was not appropriate. So that was tabled. And instead, we're doing a discussion about violence in pop culture. And that's what this podcast is going to be about. But before we do that, I think it's important. And I want to say this. If you're listening in Texas, you're listening in California where the church shooting happened, you're listening in Buffalo where the supermarket shooting happened, there is nothing that I can say if you're directly affected or if you're indirectly affected and you feel some kind of way about it. There's nothing that I can say that will make you feel better. There's nothing that I can say that won't be any repetition of what you're already feeling. But me personally i want to get something off of my chest when it comes to this topic so teves if you'll indulge me with a little uh a little bit of the patron saint of political comedy george carlin i would like to i would like to unleash a little free-floating hostility i know better than to get in the way of free-floating hostility yes you do especially when it comes to me now I'm not going to say that all people or most people, there, there are some people that are very much about their Second Amendment rights. They'll go to bat for it. They'll die on the hill, whatever. I just think it is hilarious in this country that there are people that will go to bat for something that is, in my opinion, this is my opinion, kind of meaningless, right? But when it comes to actual meaningful shit that is really important to people's lives, like just basic human rights, like how long have marginalized groups been fighting for just the baseline of human rights? Black people are still doing it. LGBTQIA+, that community, they're still, they're still fighting for it. Women are still fighting for it. As a matter of fact, abortion rights are under threat again in this country like they have been since the fucking 70s. There's so much fighting to prevent that, but at the same time, some of those same people want to preserve this one right, which makes, to me, again, in my opinion, no fucking sense, okay? The Second Amendment was passed in the 1700s. I know this case has been made before, but I'm making it again. That was passed in mind with, like, the musket, okay? When the Founding Fathers wrote that amendment, they didn't think that it was possible for one human being to be able to kill 20, 30 people with one fucking magazine, okay? Okay? That's not any kind of an excuse or anything like that. But what I will say is shit changes 
So we have to change with some of the times here. And I think when it comes to gun rights and owning, purchasing weaponry, stuff like that, a serious look has to be made as far as, okay, we need to put a stop to or at least limit assault rifles, extended magazines, tactical gear for civilians, which, again, that's another fucking stupid thing to me. Like, but whatever. That's beside the point. All of this shit, we have to do something. It is beyond, it is beyond the time where we have to be like, okay, maybe we should do something about it. No, we're past that. And I don't want to hear these people and they're like, oh, well, we can't pass an assault rifles ban because it won't do anything. Well, you know what? Sitting on your ass and doing nothing really hasn't fucking done the job either. So you can continue to do what you're doing and continue with the status quo, or you can actually do something to fucking stop the problem. And I'm sick and tired of that excuse being made that it may or may not work. Prior to what year was that? 2004? There was an assault weapons ban. It expired during, I believe it was W's second term. Might have to check the tapes on that. It was either the first term or the second term, but I know it was W. And the percentages shot up, like talking hundreds of percents. Like you can look that up, that's fact. So don't tell me that an assault rifle weapons ban will do nothing because we passed it, we saw a decline. This shit fucking works. Okay, I am sick and tired of going on the news, reading newspapers, seeing mass shooting after mass shooting when I have a we have a two year old nephew that's going to be going to school soon ish. I have one partner that has a daughter in high school. I have another partner who has two elementary school age children. You have a wife who is a teacher, and I, when it comes to schools, I'm fucking deathly afraid. I didn't feel that way. I felt that way a little bit after Sandy Hook, and that shit just kept permeating and permeating and building, and now, 10 years later, nothing. Nothing has changed, and my feeling still feels the same, and I'm tired. I'm, I'm over it. I said this on social media and I said this and I'll say this on the podcast. Fuck your gun rights. I'm done. Okay. At this point, I am like that parent who sees that their kid is being irresponsible with the toys. And I'm just like, fuck it. I'm taking your toys away. And I don't know what politician is going to step up and have the balls to go against the NRA. I'm hoping it's soon, but Sitting on our asses doing nothing is not helping. When I when there are people that can't go to church, kids can't go to school. We can't go to a gross grocery store. I can't go to a grocery store without the threat, the possibility of having a having getting shot in the ass. Really? That's the kind of country I live in right now. I can't do that. I can't do that. I we have to do something. Something has to change here. And I know what people said when Sandy Hook happened. You thought when Sandy Hook happened, that's when they were going to step up and fucking do something. Because now we're talking about kids. We're talking about children. And now here we are, 10 years later, same fucking shit happens. And I got to be honest, I have no fucking hope that they'll do anything. Because if anything, the political climate of those people that are backed by the NRA, it's fucking worse than ever. That that's it. That that's that's all I'm saying. If you're putting if you're putting my life or the lives of people that I love and care about above your quote unquote right to own and carry an assault rifle, fuck your gun rights. I'm done. I'm done. That's it. You you've lost you. To to me, you've lost those privileges. Give the shit back. Turn the shits in. Put your toys away. So. I'm going to point out two of the major problems with the whole gun rights or, or pointing this squarely at 
the NRA and gun rights supporters. Please, and why, please do. Please do. Why, if there's something that I'm missing, please, please fucking tell me. Why this is hard, okay? Um, number one, reason number one why this is hard is because they have guns. I, I feel like that is kind of a detractor, <laughs> yeah. Fine. When, when we talk about the Second Amendment rights and all these people, the gun owners, yes, those same people will be the same ones that storm the fucking Capitol again to make sure that they make their point. Okay. That level of danger aside, I concede that. Fine. Number two, you just pointed out something significant, though. Um. As, as terrible as fucking January 6th was, and I'll excuse my cursing, but it's going to come out because we're talking about serious things here. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody gives a shit if we cuss on this topic. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I, I Like, look, that got some attention. That, that, that They didn't get what they wanted, but they sure got people talking, got people, you know, knocked them out of their complacency a little bit. Right. And uh, and look, you can't protests are just not going to work anymore, folks. They're They're not. not. You can look, you can burn down anything. You can throw bricks through. You can do whatever you want to do. It doesn't fucking matter. That's all just part of the. That's just all part of the theater now. Um, I mean, but marching through the Capitol. Is, is something new, something yeah. that, that might garner some attention. But the, mo- but the main problem with gun rights is the main problem with everything. Um, and that's simply, to, to put it as simply as I can, uh, no politicians in this country have the fucking political will to do anything. Anything at all. Nothing. Not a fucking Not thing. A thing. Not one thing. Not, not gun rights, not civil rights for marginalized youth. We can't even get a, we can't even agree on a fucking healthcare option in this country. What's Minimum the wage. What's the we can't even. Congress actually did. The only thing Obamacare? I ever, The only thing I ever hear about Congress doing is like the Obama, like Obamacare and the fucking debt ceiling. That's all I ever hear coming out of that fucking place anymore. Anything, anything meaningful, anything that will actually change the lives of their, of the quote unquote people that they are elected to serve. No, I don't, I don't know one or I don't know one big program that they've done. That's done that since Obamacare. I don't know if I can name one. And that, and that's what I'm saying. Like it's shit like this. That makes me want to run for something like school board, fucking at large city council, whatever. Something just to get the ball rolling. Like if, Listen, if the if some of these clowns in office they don't have the political clout and they don't have the 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 gumption to just be like, all right, fuck it, I'm standing my ground on this right here. If I was elected, even if they even if there was such a, a politician, there's not enough will anywhere else and within a significant enough group of the Congress to make right. anything happen. And that's the thing. That's the other that's the other thing. And now we're getting into like deep political discussion when I'm going to bring up the filibuster and shit like that. Like you need like 60 senators to like pass anything in the Senate, which is fucking ludicrous, because as long as there is towing of party line and that is more extreme than ever now, like Democrats going to vote this way, Republicans going to vote this way. And that's it. Filibuster is just fucking everything up when it comes to gun rights or or even remember even voting rights there's yeah there is there's not even enough of a political agreement to ensure that people are allowed to fucking vote you hear what i'm saying you hear how fucking ridiculous that is there's one team that doesn't want people voting (laughs) there's clearly one team there's one that's it um and there's another team that is only interested in the right people voting. So I I just don't know what we I just don't know what we do anymore and it fucking aggravates me. Here's what we do. It we aggravates me that I ha- it aggravates me that I have to get up and read this horrible shit 
almost every fucking week now. We were just getting over the Buffalo supermarket shooting, and you're telling me I I gotta listen and I gotta and I gotta process the 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 fucking Uvalde shooting now. You can't even give me a month for like a mental turnaround. You can't even you can't even do that. I can't get a month without having to go through this shit again. I we we as a society can't go a month without having to discuss this shit again. All right, I'm gonna come out and say some things. Okay. Go ahead. Please. I, I can't be the only one fired up for this podcast about this. I am actually not against the Second Amendment. I am actually not against gun ownership. I myself have never owned one. Neither have I. I. Never felt, felt the need to have one. Um, I got through the 90s in West Philly with crack going around. Never yeah. had the need to get a gun. That's another point I'm going to bring up in a second when you finish. But, um, you know, because we could always, you know, we could always, there was always something that you could do. You can call the police or whatever. But, I mean, if you're out in the middle of nowhere on a farm or out in the middle of the desert somewhere and there's and there's bear that's trucking up, like, yeah, that person should be able to have a gun or something. But I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, go ahead. I would like to I would like to comment on that because there's there is there is slight support that I that that I have that I will point out. I think having especially an assault weapon. See, handguns are a totally different. Handguns are like those are locked down underneath the but for some reason assault weapons are oh okay. I think assault weapons should at least be as difficult to be an owner of and should come with as many regulations, at least as many regulations as, as automobile ownership. Yes. You have to pass tests. You have to get licensed that you have to renew. You have to. Listen, you can't. Uh, you, listen, if you can't rent a car until you're 25, I feel like that you shouldn't be able to own an assault rifle until you're 25. And that's if. Again, that's if I allow you to have your toys again, which I'm not a thousand percent confident in doing yet. Certainly not now. But listen, if you want the government, if you want people to do something about assault weapons, here's what you're going to do. And um, Dave Chappelle said this first, and I believe it's true. If you want there to be a ban on assault weapons then every black and brown person in america is going to have to go buy and light and register legal assault weapons if it if it shows up on the news or by and, and any if the morning news if yeah. the story on the morning news is black and brown people are buying ar-14s in mass that shit will be will be illegal by lunchtime okay it's although and that's and you know it's, it's dave Chappelle. it's funny but it's only funny because i'm pretty sure that's fucking true if if marginalized groups bought assault rifles in mass quantities they will make that yeah they will make that shit illegal by lunchtime and, and not even not even just not even just buying them just like any place where it's legal to carry them just carry them yeah just like the black panthers just be like yeah it's my gun what's up that's my that's 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 if you want these things to go away that has to be the newest apparel thing that's gonna happen Listen, you can do, and I know how you people are going to do. You're going to have Louis Vuitton stocks and like gold hardware. That's fine. Whatever you got to do to make it work. But I think that's the only way. You know, Teeves is, so Teeves is advocating that every, just just everybody gets armed, or or more brother, no, more no, more not more more black and brown people arm themselves. That's what Teeves is advocating right now. Because it's it's funny that Dave Chappelle said that because it's fucking true. The other thing that we can do to make things happen in this country, maybe, is just stop. Just stop doing that. Stop going to work. 
Stop going. Just stop putting money into anything. Just just stop until the gears have to come to a halt, and then we can just figure out what we're doing. Because and, and I think is, that this is not working. Just a general strike, just <laughs> just to clear the boards, just so that everybody can figure out what we're doing, where we go, um, and we can decide what we want to do moving forward. Because what's what is being done, or the lack of what's being done, it's just it's just not fucking working anymore. And people are tired. People are frustrated. Like that. That's it. Like there's. If those are the only two solutions, then that's 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 a fucking problem. When we're alleged, when we allegedly have a democracy, and in a country where, and I had to check the math on this and make sure I was reading this right. Do you know that over eighty percent of fucking Americans support some kind of new gun legislation? I'm sure they do. <laughs> and these, and we are all be held being held hostage by a minority group that has as much or more power in government than we do. And that is, that is not how democracy should work. It's, it's definitely not. And I'm sorry. It's definitely not. And I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking directly in the camera for, for, for those of you. Don't care. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm done tired of this shit i'm tired of this shit according to the math 80 percent of the american people are tired of this shit okay yeah Fix you can it. be tired of that you can be tired of the shit Fix as much it. as you want what are they gonna do when was the last time they fixed anything when was the last time listen they can't agree to fix bridges that are fucking crumbling away they're gonna fucking handle guns now no it's just look I just finished watching the George Carlin documentary on HBO. I need to watch that, by the way. And near the end of his life, George Carlin, I'm paraphrasing here, but he was of the opinion that you need to let go of like hope and optimism <laughs> because nothing's going to, you just need to like have fun observing everything just sliding into oblivion more or less and you know i have not seen i've you like to make fun of how old i am i'm not as old as you say i'm i'm just for for the purposes of this podcast i'm not so say what you got to say i'm in my late 40s i can't remember a single event besides the election of Obama where I felt that, wow, shit's really on the right track and we're really moving. No, sorry. The election of Obama and when gay marriage was, uh, whichever Supreme Court case it was that allowed gay marriage to happen all over the America, uh, those were the two times right. that I felt like we might be on the right track. Two times in in like thirty something years of me having of me being conscious of what the government was actually up to, right? I, I um, have those. I have those two events as well. Like that. That's all I got. And and the Obama thing. That's not even government. That's just like people did that, right? The government had nothing to do with that. The government just held the election. That's all. Yeah. It um. And then, and then the last, I don't know, four years, five years or more, like all, like, I hate to sound uh, hopeless and depressive, but all that shit's gone. That shit is gone. All, all that hope that I had for the country moving forward, it's just been evaporated over the last five, six years. It's just gone. It's just not there anymore. And that speaks to, and that's, that speaks to, who we are as a country, who we are as a, as a society, that like so much hope can get drained so fucking quickly. I only see two options if we want anything to get better. Um, we just stop. We just have a general just stop. A general everything. societal strike. 
or we start sharpening the guillotine. And, mean, and and these people, this minority of people in Congress that think they have the power. Um, look, there was a minority of people in France that thought they had the power in the late 18th century. Yeah. Um, but the French people showed them, um, oh, you think, a oh, word? You have the power? <laughs> word? <laughs> so... I don't know. Those are the only two because this government, none of the, none of the people on one team have the will or the wherewithal to deal with the people on the other team. And this one team is more interested in the appearance that they're doing something than actually doing something. Yes. And the other team just wants to uh, stop anything. Because it's easy for them to say, look at all the stuff we stopped from happening. Vote for me so we can stop more shit from happening. Yeah. And the don't the, have the obstructionist, the obstructionist bullshit. And we just don't have look, this is this is a little bit deep, but this is exactly how you get to an emperor. Oh god. With an ineffective Rome had a Senate. The Senate did exactly this. No one could do anything because you had two teams that were constantly at odds and fighting each other and reversing everything the other one did until eventually right. the people got so fucking fed up with it that they embraced anything that would get shit moving, even if that meant putting all the power in one's person's hands. That's how you get there, folks. Have you That's- not seen Revenge of the Sith? Come on. I'm trying to bring it back. Look, I'm trying to bring it back to a nerdy kind of place. I, I, I think you've succeeded greatly with that. Um, and I, I, think that's, I think that's a good place to stop and come back and collect ourselves a little bit, um, get into the much larger discussion about violence and pop culture, which... I mean, again, that's always going to be one of the excuses when shit like this happens. So, yeah, I, I guess we're going to have to discuss this shit again. It is Teeves and Kid Phoenix versus violence and pop culture. Uh, to, to anybody directly affected, indirectly affected, um, thoughts and prayers, like you guys have had all of that. You've had all that. You don't need that shit from us. We hope that everyone is processing everything well. We hope that you're able to find solace and some modicum of peace and hope, even though I know it just does not feel that way at all. And I can, I can understand anybody feeling that way. I'm not going to sit here and try to draw any kind of false parallel or anything. Like, your pain, your feelings... That is squarely what it is. Express yourself however you see fit, okay? And we are more than happy to support in any way. We love, we love all y'all, but some of the shit's got to change. Some of the shit's got to stop. And we'll come back on the pod and we'll discuss some of the lame brain excuses that have been floating around. But uh, we're going to take a quick minute Give our shout outs to Anchor FM and we'll be back after these words. So we have returned. It is the Teeth and Kid Phoenix versus podcast of series topic based on the tragic, tragic events in Texas last week. And we decided to go down a violence and pop culture highway because of course, that's going to be one of the excuses. But before we get to that, I would like to say something about the other big excuse that people say all the time when shit like this happens. The, the mental health debate. I more than, I can't speak to each individual's frame of mental health. I have suffered from 
depression. I know there are people that have suffered from depression, anxiety. I know people that suffer from a host, a litany of mental health issues. I understand that. If mental health is a cause for events like this, then where's the fucking legislation that does something to help those people that have mental health issues, right? Let's just let's just let's just do uh, <laughs> let's just do some quick role playing. <laughs> like um, you, okay? I will be a concerned citizen, and you can be a legislator. So you're out on the tread, podium. Tread lightly. You're out on the podium, and you say. It's not guns. Go ahead. Say I'm not. Say, no, I would not say that as a legislator. There are people. There are people that make I know, that case. But just say the dumb thing that the legislators always say. When events like this happen, you know, it 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 speaks to like some mental health issues in this country. Oh, okay. Um, mental health issues. Okay. Um, <laughs> you, you got anything for that? Yeah, that's anything? What that's what I'm saying. You don't. You don't want to make. Nothing, not a thing. They don't want to say they don't want to fix the gun rights problem, but then they also don't want to fix the first excuse that they go to as, oh, it's also a mental health crisis. Like, I know, I, I understand it's a mental health crisis. I agree crisis. it's a mental health crisis. I agree it's a mental health crisis, but where's the fucking legislation to alleviate that problem okay, to at cool. least make that shit better? Where mental. is where is the socialized mental health? Where's where's governmental sponsored mental health? Where's that? If that is the big excuse that you have, pass the fucking mental health legislation so that maybe some some things will get better, maybe some things will start to trend upwards. But just saying that shit and not doing anything, it's just lip service and it's just it just continues to piss me off. I mean, yes. There, there used to be state-run mental asylums. They were not great. They were really not great. We got rid of them in, they were in not the 50s great. and 60s. Um, but then just nothing. Nothing. Just, no. no. You, you know what? You know what, they, you, know, you know what we got instead of state-run uh, mental institutions? We got privatized jail facilities. That's what we got privatized jail facilities and privatized mental health treatment centers which by the way are very expensive and you can't pay for with medicare yes this is an incredible this is incredibly fucking stupid to say some shit like that when you can fix the problem very easily but no you're more wrapped up in helping people make fucking money you know what maybe we do need a goddamn emperor can we get sheave palpatine over here at least i look you can say what you want about palpatine i don't remember there being tons of shootings and the streets packed with homeless and coruscant when sheave was in charge of things i mean there was i mean there was there was ghettos of coruscant come on there was there was the there was that there's that low level in episode two where all the where all the criminals hung out. All I know is that Sheev made the trains run on time. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. Damn it. <laughs> but yes, this is re goddamn ridiculous. Ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous to me. If you want to make that excuse, go ahead, make that excuse. But tell me you're fucking doing something about it. Otherwise, make stop. that excuse exactly like. It's mental health, and here are the things that we're going to do to address this issue. Not just, oh, it's not guns, it's mental health. So, I'm just what the not fuck are you doing about mental health? Then? Here's the other, here's the other bullshit excuse that and I don't learned. tell me. Look, don't tell me you can't oh, he's, do he's, anything. He's pounding the desk. Oh, shit. don't tell me you can't do anything, okay? Because in fucking, I'm not sure what year it is. 2002 or 2003 they found one motherfucker with a bomb in his shoe and then the next day everybody had to take their shoes off at the airport fucking 15 years don't tell me you can't do that shit that shit can get done fucking this country can do a ton of shit immediately when it wants to okay when it comes to quote unquote national security they're all over that shit and i will say it i will straight up say it the problem now this is a national security issue so they need to fucking get on it 
Um, here's the other dumbass excuse that I love to hear. It's like, oh, well, there are there there's there's gun rights in places like there there's gun legislation in places like you know Southern Cal in California, Texas, and I love when they say Chicago. And they're just like, well, the, the violence in Chicago is as bad as ever. That is a false fucking parallel. Stop fucking drawing it, okay? That has nothing to do with gun rights, gun legislation in this country. That is generational, institutional in cities like Chicago, okay? So don't make that point ever again. If I'm a politician and you start to make that and you start to go down that road, I'm kicking you square in the ass because it is a dumb parallel to draw. It's one that shouldn't be drawn. Never mind the fact that, yes, gun, gun rights are, gun rights are, I don't know how strict they are in Chicago, but you know where they're loose? You know where they're loose? Places like fucking Indiana, okay? First of all. So I don't want to hear that shit. Okay. Can we handle the legal guns before we handle the illegal guns. Can we do that? Can we at least fucking keep a handle on the guns we're actually aware of and we're supposedly know what's happening with before we try to tangle with the fucking illegal gun situation? Can we go, can we just get to a point where there's background checks and some of these manufacturers are like held responsible when shit like this happens maybe not manufacturers but like the whole gun show thing stop stop it just just stop it if you can't show shit needs to you can have a gun show but you should not be able to buy you should not be able to buy or sell or you should be under the same restrictions as a gun gun store. store yeah um, that's ridiculous. That is goddamn ridiculous. Um, I'm trying to think of something that would be uh, similar. What's something else that's restricted? Um, alcohol? I, alcohol, I feel like, would be the easiest thing, but I don't know. I don't even know if that works. I'll think of it. Just keep <laughs> going. Okay. Um, I mean, and that's we get to we talk about the mental health aspect. We talk about like the false narratives and false parallels with Chicago and all like that. And then we get to the gun show stuff. But then, of course, it's all it. We always come back to sometimes. I haven't heard this yet, but I'm sure it's out there. And I just haven't read it yet. Um, the whole violence in pop culture thing. A- another excuse. I don't want to hear it. I, I don't want to hear. It. I will say. I can point to one movie or a handful of movies in each decade and be like, okay, maybe they're hyper stylizing this a little bit too much. In the 80s, it was probably shit like Predator, Terminator, Die Hard, something like that. In the 90s, it was a thousand percent The Matrix. And then John Wick, most recently, I'll probably say. But like, I, I ask myself this question all the time when shit like this happens. Like, because of course they're going to bring it up. What kind of role does or should pop culture play in like being entertaining, but at the same time, not like hyper stylized in terms of like guns and gun violence and shit like that. What are you talking about? Are you talking about pop culture or art? Cause. Um, okay. Art is what art is what is produced by artists. Pop culture is what, society does or reacts to the things that artists produce right let's, let's say art so, um art doesn't have any art is just supposed to reflect really the society that it's in or the society that it comes from um okay here's the thing about american society that people don't talk about a lot um I think, okay, does America glorify violence? That's the word, thank you. I think glorify is the wrong word. I think America has a mythology around violence that it has not shaken because 
some of the art that we produce does a very poor job of showing the whole totality of of violence so a lot of the stuff that we produce is about the guy and like something happens to him and he gets revenge and like that's great and that's the end of the story Mm -hmm. but it doesn't talk about you know how now somebody's after him to get revenge and then somebody's after them and how it's just a cycle that keeps escalating until it just leads to mutual annihilation right right um So I think we do a really bad job of showing the aftermath of violence or 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 the real effects of violence. There's some stuff that we do that that touches on it, but for the most part, most of the stuff that we produce does not deal with the aftermath. Um you get to you get to the end, the guy gets his revenge or he completes his mission or whatever. But there's no like, there's no epilogue. There's no like, okay, because this happened, how does that change, you know, people that were affected by his, by this person's rampage? Right. So the hero, he, he rides into town on the horse and then uh, he kills the bad guy. Then, you know, the bad guy has brothers or a gang or somebody that comes up, shoots that hero. But then that hero has a son or a couple of sons. And then all these sons get together and they take out the bad guy. And then it just keeps escalating and getting bigger and bigger and bigger until fucking the whole town gets destroyed or the whole city gets destroyed or, or just there's carnage and nobody and everybody's living in fear. Like growing up in the ghetto on this you know you would see that stuff play out all the time you would see this guy did this so this so then you know some so-and-so is going to come back on him and then there's another comeback and then nobody can go outside the house for like six months right these two got a buff these two assholes got a beef they can't squash like there's nothing mystical there's nothing glorious about that there's nothing glorious about ugly it's ugly and it's nasty and it's disgusting but we that's that's the real world that's the real world shit that's what that's what reality is and the the mythology that you talk about it it gets to like its end point and just like stops and like you're you're conditioned through that mythology and through the way that story is weaved that everything worked out okay. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, and this is where we differ from a lot of other countries. You, you know, you say there's a, you know, all these European countries, they don't have this problem. They don't. Most of Europe had any glory, any idea of there being glory or mythology behind violence had those ideas fucking blasted out of their head by two world wars. Yeah. Okay. The fact that in America, we never really dealt, we never really had anything really bad happen here. I mean, we had a couple, I mean, we had a civil war where like, like, I don't know, half a million people died and then right. like various other things, but nothing here, right? Nothing in your backyard. Nothing within the United States. Right. Europe, Europeans had to have millions of motherfuckers die <laughs> several times before they got this fucking concept out of their head. Do you understand? Like, it wasn't enough that, wow, we lost a couple million guys. Maybe we should calm down on this. No. 20 years later, they were killing another million guys. 20 years later, they said, you know what? Let's fucking run it back. And it was only after that that they said, okay, let's calm down. Except for fucking Russia. But Russia does its own thing. Russia does its own thing. They're on on their own fucking... They're on their own shit. That's a whole nother podcast. And still, for the most part, Russia only... Eastern, uh, Western Russia really caught it. Like the rest of Russia was fine. Um, 
Yeah, Eastern Russia's Eastern Russia, like people are too worried about like how they're gonna fucking stay warm half the time. You know, I don't want but like but yeah, the only country that gets the only countries that are super mir- uh martial and like militaristic and have these attitudes towards violence seem to be the countries that suffered the least amount of actual physical damage from violence. Now, I might be being glib about Russia because they did lose quite a bit in World War II. And we're in both, actually. But, I mean, I, I look, I don't understand the psyche of what's going on. They were cool. For they were like, fine. They were cool for like we, 70, 80 years until we this were, fucking guy. We were homies. Um, we were homies for the for a good part of like 50 years. We were homies. But but you know, Russia aside, every other I mean, and you know, European history was European history was thousands of years of motherfuckers fighting each other over nothing, <laughs> over bullshit, chopping each other's heads off for no fucking reason. And then all of a sudden. 80, 90 years of just fucking everybody living in harmony. Um, for the most part. I mean, there's Brexit, but whatever. Um, <laughs> um, America has not really had to deal with consequences of violence and, and on if, a grand scale. And if anything, and if anything, and this is this is a this is a this is a take where I have the ingredients out on the on the on the counters. Like I have things that I'm gonna put into the bowl and mix them and put them in the oven. But I, I I have a I have a Call of Duty theory. And no. I, I feel like those no. those I games don't like where this is going. Games I don't, I don't like hold on. Like Call of Duty, Battlefield, like not only are we're they're glorifying it, but in a way. They're kind of training people for this bullshit. That's be- and again, like if if there's a new there's a new Call of Duty or Battlefield game out every fucking year, and I'm like, what has changed? What is different? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. And the the glorification of like modifications and making the making your weapons your own with you know uh different parts extended magazines colors all kinds of crazy shit like i i feel like you can kind of trace a little bit of that culture to war games like this and i can't think of a game in my teenage years where that was a thing I mean, Doom maybe, but like Doom, Doom was fantasy. Doom was bullshit. I didn't think that like I would have to train myself against like a horde of demons or anything like that. Like the the stories in these Call of Duty games, like fucking, there's one there's one storyline where like Russia invades the United States, and I'm like, the fuck. I think what can happen with those kinds of games in the in the kind of society that we live in where the society or the pop culture does not really deal with the consequences and the context for that kind of violence i think if <clears throat> excuse me if there's not a strong presence somewhere to help this person understand that context i think because all you would ever know if there wasn't somewhere someone to give you the right context and tell you the rest of the story that pop culture doesn't tell you. Um, all you would know is I just take this gun and I shoot a bunch of people and like all my problems go away and it's great. Are, um, are, are we back to your theory that has, I, I guess, continued throughout the 80s and where the fuck are the parents? I'm not even saying parents. I'm not. I'm just saying like and look, I get it. It's fucking hard. You got to work. Everybody has to work. Everybody has to work five jobs. Everybody, because America is so effed up, we can't keep 
we can't really rely on parenting alone right. for some of this stuff, especially if you've got, again, especially if you're dealing with someone with mental issues and we've already discussed how inordinately difficult it is nowadays to address that situation. Nope. Nobody's going to fucking do anything. So now let's say you're a single parent, you have to work two jobs. You know, your kid has problems. You're trying to get them into a program, but there's, there's a wait list. There's like all kinds of shit happening. There's like, a wait list. There's red tape. The, the cost is too much. Um, like, what are you supposed to do? Um, and I think I'm not going to sit here and say violent games make people do this shit because it's not true. I think it's that not true. I think that there are certain people that certain kinds of art may have an effect on. But that's fair. That's fair. But I think we as artists could try to tell the story, try to, to tell a more well-rounded Try to tell story, a complete a, story. A, a broader picture of violence and what it means and what it does. Um, but my, my question to that would be just like, are people, are artists really going to step up and do that if there's if there may or may not be money in it. I think that's what it all comes down to. Well, that's uh, what everything comes down to, and that's the problem. There used to be things in this country that were more important than money. Not anymore. It's not a fucking thing that's more important than money in this country anymore. Not kids' lives, clearly. That's for, that's for goddamn sure. Um, now, at the, at the outset of this part of the podcast, you said that you had some additional takes that you were coming in very hot. So now, oh, no, I got, I got now all my I'm takes out. Now no, I'm curious. That, that was my, my takes were, I'm not against the Second Amendment because I'm not. Uh, I'm not even against the NRA because I'm not. I just wish that there was something on the other side to counterbalance the NRA. Um, I just wish that there was some kind of force that was pulling the legislators on the other team in the direction the other way so that there could be some kind of you know, and, I want to say peristalsis, but I think that's the wrong word. It's when there's so much pressure on each side that nothing moves. Um, and I just <laughs> like, I, I know that there is always going to be those thoughts where um, pop culture is too violent and or, or art is too violent. And we have a release coming on Friday, the, the Boys season three. And by and large, that that show is incredibly uh, gory and like glorifying on the violent side. But again, that's, that's the art. But at the same time, I feel like that show at least does somewhat of a better job as far as like telling a complete well-rounded story as far as like who all is affected. It, it does get into that. It's still like, like cartoonishly, uh, levels of violence and um but again it's not it's not going to have the same effect like i don't think so either because if, we've, we've if had... you are if you are if you are mentally if you're having mental issues to the point where you think you can fly around and shoot people with lasers you're not there's not uh, lasers that come out of your eyes like you're not really going to hurt that many people. You're just going to be running around looking at people really hard and nothing's going to happen. And like, it'll be fine. You'll weird them out, but like, you're not going to hurt anyone. Yeah. I, I, I get what you're you saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's levels, there's levels to it. Like for when, when Mortal Kombat came out and this is all, that's always the prime example. Whenever this is discussed, like, I don't think, I don't, I don't think a lot of us were out here trying to like really pull motherfuckers' hearts out of their chests and shit like that. Like it was Listen, comical. That shit was I played, funny. I played every single Super Mario game. Okay. Yeah. 
I never once tried to jump on one turtle. That never happened. Okay. Because you respect the turtle. Look, the tur- the turtle's got to tur- live too. And I don't want the turtle coming back on me. Like, I don't want to be sitting in bed and hear a fucking car pull up and, oh shit, it's Michelangelo and they're coming to fucking get me. I don't want that to happen. Nobody wants so that. So I leave the turtles alone. Leave the turtles alone. <clears throat> all right. I think I, I think we've said all we need to say on this podcast. We said all we can say. Look, there's nothing we're gonna say that are gonna that's gonna there's, change this issue. There's really not. But at the same time, we feel that it is necessary to keep up the discussion. Oh, one more thing. One more one thing. One more thing. One more thing. Okay. You know who could do something about this? You know who actually might be able to wield enough power to do some shit? It's the fucking guy everybody idolizes now, this Elon Musk. Like, come up with some tech that we can implement. Like, like the gun from Demolition Man. Or sorry, the gun from Judge Dredd, Dredd. Yeah, that can only be used by one person, or some shit like something. Um, look, we can't rely, and I hate it. Listen, I am not a huge fan of Elon Musk. I am definitely not a fan of the cult that has fucking been grown around this guy. But look, I can't rely on Congress. I can't rely on government. Maybe I can rely on fucking science and technology guys get shit done i don't know seems to be the only people that get anything done anymore i just want there to be hope for the the kids out there and the the kids of their kids and you know what teas and kids we just want to leave the world in a better place than when we found it because when we found it it was pretty shitty well again like I said, we're doing our best, kids. We really are. Like I said, it took Europe blowing the hell out of itself <laughs> and twice. killing multiple millions of motherfuckers twice. Twice. <laughs> to get to the point where they said, uh, we need to we chill might, the fuck we out. We might want to look out for one, each, for one another and just chill out with this. Um, Hopefully, it does not take that much for America to get on that plan. But uh, I am not hopeful. It is not looking good. Um, we we will return next week with the with another podcast. Uh, hopefully, more more chief, cheerful. Like we said, we have tabled the John McTiernan podcast to a much, much later date, probably. Probably not until maybe like mid-late summer, but we'll catch everybody up with that. But until then, like, subscribe, uh, listen to the podcast. You can do so on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you download. You can follow us on Twitter. We're on uh, the show is at... Teeves and Kid versus. I am at Adil B. Royster. Teeves is at Team K. Uh, hit us up if you have thoughts. Uh, we're willing to listen to an extent, but once we get to the point where you're just speaking the same nonsense that we talked about, where fucking you're making excuses and nothing else, that's where I kind of turn myself off. But outside of that, we hope you enjoyed this serious topical podcast. We'll uh, do do we just get right back in with the dick and fart jokes next week? Right back in. Right back in. All right, cool. How about a few fart jokes? How about some fart jokes? Yes. Um, so, some new releases. Um, Baby Sis finished Stranger Things four as I did. I don't know if you finished it. I did. All right, may, maybe we can have her on for that later on down the line or something. And we're the 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 fine the fine arts podcast is coming. It's out of the oven. We've been teasing it for a while, and it's going to be hilarious to hear me talk about or try to sound intelligent when talking about art. That's going to be funny for everybody involved except me. But, uh, yeah, that's all coming down the pipeline. Until then, uh, Teeves and Kid Phoenix, we're out of here. Deuces for the Series 2. And uh, we're just – I'm just going to leave, and uh, let's just – let's quote – Bill S. Preston and Ted Theodore Logan. Just everybody.
be excellent to each other. That's all we got to say. <laughs>